Hi, my name's Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Bam Pop Productions Podcast. What do we have to talk about today that isn't depressing? Um, the Donbass region is almost completely destroyed. Is it? Well, according to Zelensky, oh. who is the Ukrainian president. And do we trust him? Is he a... Trustable guy. Trustable kind of guy? Is he reliable? He's in the middle of a war. Surely he'll be telling little porky pies. In fact, little porky pies? I was on a Russian I mean, disinformation site last night and they were telling... You tell- mean Reddit? Yep, Reddit, the 4chans, uh, all, all of it. Love the Russian disinformation because it's the most accurate kind of news and... They were saying um, a few things, actually, but they were saying that um, that um, what's actually happened is Russia has hardly gone into Ukraine at all, that Ukraine has been blowing up their own infrastructure so that they can join NATO. And uh, it's actually been America providing the weapons to destroy the Donbass. And the, the Russians have had a very small force there who are just protecting the citizens of the Donbass from Ukrainian aggression. It makes sense if you think about uh, all the bioweapons plants America has there and how they're trying to encircle Russia and how Russia is really the preeminent democracy of the world. Do you know everything you've just said? Mm-hmm. You said everything so yeah. confidently yet very com- so wrong. No, I don't. Well, You mean Ukraine's basically made up a war? Well, yes. Ali, in this day and age, do you think it's possible that that could happen? I guess just Disinformation, yes. Mm-hmm. Inaccurate information, yes. So let me ask you this. Have you ever been wrong about anything, ever? No, of course I've been wrong about things. But so have you. Possible that you could be wrong about some of your current beliefs. Is Mm, everything you believe today... Maybe some of my facts, but not my beliefs. Is, okay, of all the things you think that are true in your mind... So yes. you have a long list of things you could write out, things that you that I think believe are factual, are true, they're like, are factual. correct. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that all of the things that you believe to be true are actually true, or do you think that some of them are maybe untrue? Okay, maybe some of them could be untrue. And is one of the facts that you believe in that Russia declared war on Ukraine? Do you believe mm, that Russia... Russia never officially declared war You're quite right. Do you believe that Russia has invaded Ukraine? According to the media, yes. Do I you believe it. that, personally? Is that what I personally beliefs? believe that, yes. And you've already admitted that any of your beliefs could be wrong. So you could be wrong about the fact that Russia has invaded Ukraine. Do you know what? I would have been a great trial lawyer. You are wasted, wasted. hospitality. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because you lead people into... You twist things... And then you question people in such a way that there's only one answer, which is yours. Now, getting back on track. We need to get back on track, sir. We need to get back on track. Okay. You have digressed. I have. And you've made me look like a dough ball. I know. And only I make myself look like a dough ball. No one else does. What? And I do that on a regular enough basis. Now, like I say, Zelensky's saying that the Donbass region is pretty much destroyed. And the Averstall um, seal plant was so-called liberated by the Russians. So they've um, taken the civilians and the soldiers, which are part of the Nazi regiment. Yeah, far right. A lot of them are civilians as well. There are civilians, yeah. Um, So I think they've all just been bungled together. But the thing is, though, they've now been... I don't know what's happened, whether they've been given over to the Russians. Because it was saying in an article in the Times that 
those guys were going to get sent to a Russian penal colony. Wow. I don't think they'll even survive the trip there. I think there's a good chance. I, I think they will survive the trip because I think that they'll... Uh, I imagine Russia will do a big show trial about this just given the fact that... Um, you know, Putin's argument for going in is that they're going to denazify the country and everyone in the West was very quick to say... Oh, yeah, you know, how could they possibly be Nazi? That's such an obvious lie. They've got a Jewish president and a Jewish vice president. And it's like, Ukraine's a really big, very complicated country. And some of the most intense and brave fighting from the Ukrainian army has come from the Nazi brigade. <laughs> like, Which is quite ironic because yeah, you would think that, that's exactly that the what, ideology is wrong, yeah. yet... They've like braved this. Yeah. Not that I agree with the ideology, because no. obviously the Nazi was a political party, right. and the they're Holocaust is I mean, they're not like they're very. I mean, they're What's not the like... difference between a Nazi and a neo-Nazi, though? Well, neo kind of just means new, but I guess. Um, what does that actually mean? A new age Nazi. So. I think in this term, it just means they've taken some of the basic principles, but they have, you know, they've kind of gone their own way. They've added it, like, more stuff in. The basic principles? They're their own thing. So what? I, I have very strong nationalism. Um, okay. I don't actually know much about the um, Azores, is it? The Azores? Is the pronounced? Azores Brigade. Yeah. But the thing is, though, that's the Azores so steel plant. Yeah, Azores. But the steel plant had steel a bunker. Plants. It did. There's a nuclear bunker but underneath you, the steel plant. So, uh, the Azores group, to answer your question, <laughs> we need to pull faces. Well, well, you were playing with your wee hat there. I, it's not a hat, it's a piece of kitchen no, roll well, that I was turning into a hat. Okay, yeah. the Azores Brigade... I don't actually know exactly what their beliefs are. Um, they're very strong nationalists. I don't know if they're ethnic nationalists. Um, I, Meaning they're into their own ethnicity. Into the kind of white race. I, I don't know if it's kind of, you know, a Ukrainian, very strong Ukrainian nationalism. Oh. I have very little knowledge of it, but they do identify with the very, very far right. Um, I think they've got logos that are kind of plays on the swastika. So... They take something from, from kind of Hitler's regime. They're not totally, like, they're somewhat linked to, like, what we'd consider Nazism. And the thing is, it's just, it's complicated. Like, these were, like, you know, the biggest heroes in, like, this war against Russia. And now, I guess, Western media in particular is going to have to deal with the fact that, oh, shit, they are actually Nazis. And I can imagine them on show trials saying they're, you know, quite proud of being Nazis. I mean, that's their, their whole thing. It's a complicated picture, and I too just to say, like, I'd imagine there'll be a bit of parading them around by the Russians, because you know, they're the fact that they are Nazis really does confirm the. I mean, it doesn't confirm it, but it adds a adds, lends a lot of weight to Putin's argument that they're going into denazifying. That's not what Putin's doing, but. It no, really but he lends needs a reason. Yeah, and, and maybe some people Nazis. believe that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But the fact that they are Nazis does fucking lend itself to it. So, you know, good luck explaining that way. I mean, I want them to be handed back to Ukraine. <laughs> like, I think that their president should yeah. fight to get them back. But I really don't know how much power he has. And as we've seen the um, Russians in terms of what the government does and in terms of their state and in terms of Putin, they're very brutal. Um, right. You know, the killing of civilians just randomly, the raping, 
the bombing of all these civilian homes, it, it's quite unforgivable. And I just kind of wonder, how do you think it's going to end? Do I find it funny though? Like, I think the legal framework for that has, you know, in part been produced by the West. You know, mm -hmm. I think that our war on terror, which blurred a hell of a lot of lines between, you know, people who are combatants and people who are taking a lot of people that you've captured outside of the legal system, you know, extra legal activities, extra legal rendition, extra legal interrogation. Um, kind of our blurring of the lines in the West in the war on terror kind of does give Russia quite a bit of scope even within what we were doing to, to theirs and um, I'm not sure like I, 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 it is horrendous but you know what what America does the world tends to follow like if America makes a rule on um, you know how foreign relations should happen or what international law is and the rest of the world kind of just follows suit um and but america has been missing from a lot of leading yeah world events but then they're kind of, not yeah. really particularly united as a country but just think about how we camps. dealt with the war and terror and some of the shit that we did you know the uk the uk and america well, like the west in general Quite right, but just think of the things that happened under that war and terror. And then, you know, the question then is, like, you know, what can't Russia do with very similar guys there? And, like, if they're similar, these are Nazis, oh, then suddenly you can do what you what like. What the British did as well in that context was also wrong. And I, I think so. I called it out as well. You did. You absolutely did. Um, but just, I think, you know, kind of changing world order. Um, but we kind of... I don't know, just we blurred the lines on it and I guess it's very hard to take the moral high ground, I think, in that. Like, I, do, I, I, I think the war on terror is fought in a horrendous way. I think you do too. Um, yeah. I think we've got legitimacy to call out Russia there, but there's a lot of people who were involved in, let's say, the war on terror that might be a bit hypocritical the way they're criticising Russia. But you still admit what... Russian, what Russia is doing as a country to Ukraine is, is reprehensible, wrong. yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how it's all going to end. We could be looking... Because when did the war actually begin? Because it only begun a couple of months ago. 2014, some people... This is a funny thing. Like, I've heard a lot of people say something like, oh, when did it start? And like some go, well, it's been going on since 2014, actually. And it's like, some people, some people say, well, it's actually been happening since 2012. And it's like... I don't know. It's like, okay, fine, but, you know, depends what question you're asking, right? Hostilities have been flaring up on the border on and off for a long time. And um, this actual operation started about two months ago now, two and a half months ago. And look at the amount of death and damage. Yeah. So this continues. Right. And then even, let's say, if Russia on a practical ever draws out. Mm-hmm. The damage that's been done to Ukraine and what would be the aftermath and yeah, the political has already, consequences right. is far-reaching because now it seems very likely that they would push even harder for NATO and the EU. Bear in mind that Isn't Finland that funny? Yeah. and Sweden now right. are now receiving a lot of problems because Russia is threatening to cut off gas to Finland because they've put forward a bid. But Russia has already cut off gas to Poland 
and to Estonia. But Poland really is a country that punches above his weight. Like, they have balls. Like, I will That's say true, this much. Right? They have balls. Yeah. Um, but then again, so they show. are, they do have NATO balls, I suppose, as well. <laughs> do you know NATO what I mean? Balls. Because they're part of NATO. So that does give them a certain amount of protection. It does, but right? Russia can retaliate in like other ways, as we've seen, because they have cut off their gas. So it's like... Um, I don't... Poland is a country, you know, like, they're... I mean, I think it's a people because their history has been so tough that they are mm -hmm. very tough. Like, they're very tough people. Interestingly, with the cutting off of, of Polish gas, though, um, there are gas lines that go from Russia to Germany through Poland. The Gazprom. A Gazprom the does run it. One. No, Nord Stream is further north. It runs through the oh, um, Baltic Sea, um, I think. Uh, anyway, the, but there are gas lines that go through Poland from Russia to Germany and then from Germany it goes to Europe as well. Um, what Russia has done is stop the sale of gas from Russia to Poland, right. but they're still allowing gas to flow through the pipe to Germany, to, to Western Europe. But what they're doing is they're measuring it and they're saying to Poland, you must not take any of this gas out. It's not for you. So... Um, yeah, basically they're saying there's how, gas. How are they managing to do that? How can they circumnavigate Poland and then send they're the gas? They're still using the Polish line, but they're saying you're not allowed to have any. Some of that gas would be taken out by Poland for domestic use. And uh, they said, right, we're going to keep the infrastructure in your country going. But it's a really funny thing because like, I've heard a lot of people are make this argument that one of the best indicators of whether countries will or will not go to war is how integrated their economies are. So the more, the more trade countries have, typically the less likely they are to go to war because it's almost never more, like, it's never profitable. You're never getting more from the war than you would through peaceful resolution. Like, even if you have to take a bad deal mm -hmm. in a, a disagreement, it's still better than blowing everything up. Like, you're still left with more. I think what's really interesting about this war is while it's a really heavy conflict and there's a lot of fighting on both sides, like the infrastructure is still being kept going. Like both sides are agreeing that we're gonna still trade with each other and like they're having yeah, a quite war a pragmatic... and trading. Like that's that's insane. Yeah, like, it's quite a pragmatic thing. Russia threatened, you know, Poland the other day, saying, Oh, Poland's next for denazification and yet they're banned, they've completely blocked, you know, gas supplies <laughs> to the country, which is a Horrendous! It's a major source of energy, and it's like gases. actually gas is useful. But gas is also useful in like industry and process. A huge, it's a huge resource to lose, and yet both sides are still agreeing to keep the jointly run infrastructure going Which in the is countries. A pragmatic solution. Yeah, crazy. But where is Poland getting its gas from now? Because they wouldn't have received sure. all their gas from Russia because they never got along with Russia in the political mm, sense. I'm not sure. Because of their past negative history, mm. shall we say. Um, because Poland, because the heads of state of like Poland always were making comments about Russia. So they like couldn't have had all the gas from Russia. So they must be receiving it from somewhere else now. So possibly now they then. import it. You know, it might be that um, Britain exports gas there. Um, it may be that they get it from the USA and kind of, I don't know how much they from export. America. Could be the Middle East, I know. But they have um, a lot of coal in Poland as well, though. Coal as well, sure. So maybe it's not yeah. as important to their economy. Um, not 100% sure what the other sources of gas are for um, 
Um, I would imagine it's largely Russian though, because they're like a major producer, and you know. Um... Poland must have factored that in though, if they yeah, were yeah. providing help to the Ukrainians and if they were. Possibly giving the Ukrainians it. weapons because yeah. I'm sure, and I know you're not a fan of this show. I'm sure I watched on the Stephen Colbert show. Oh um, yeah, I know that oh you're not a fan of this. This guy, God. he like was saying that the Polish were tr- or that the government of Poland were trying to circumnavigate certain rules to give weapons to the Americans to hand to the Ukrainians. So they must have factored in that Russia would have known about this. Yeah. So because surely. I mean, so if Russia's cut off the Russian supply of gas to Poland, Poland must be receiving it from elsewhere. But that means to me that they must have been receiving more gas from outside of Russia then. They may have factored it in, but at the same time, they may have just been caught off guard. I, I think at the start of this year, very few people believed. In fact, right up till the moment of invasion, a lot of people didn't believe. That. Yeah, they like. to deny it. Most countries were really um, quite adamant that Russia would not go into Why? Ukraine. Well, for a few reasons. One, they, they do this every year. They have a huge build-up on the border. Yeah. And they actually just go home again. Like, this, isn't, and this has okay, been well, happening for the last Italy. decade. Yeah, like, they have a huge build-up, then go home. Um, you can Google and find news articles from every year over the last 10 years and find Russia does this. It's not really... It wasn't particularly un, unusual. Um, it was actually only a week or two before the invasion when America... Um, started sharing intelligence with other countries that they started taking it seriously and going because there was more troops that were yeah. passing on the border. There was more yeah. tanks going more back ag- and forth. There was more troops and um, the more aggressive kind of posturing. Um, but even then, a lot of countries didn't really believe it. There was intelligence that I don't know what it was, but America was sharing it with partners, and it was after, very quickly after America had shared this with a country, those countries were bringing in policies to get people out and to start preparing to evacuate citizens, move embassies, that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know what evidence Russia, uh, America had for that, but yeah, um, no other country in the West really believed that at that time that this was actually a possibility. Because no one wants to think like that. Like that's it's probably easier true as well, just, right? I mean, probably most people underestimate. Yeah, the like powers that be in Ukraine would think that they've become so used to this, right? And it's been eight years since the last invasion, but then it happens. Yes, is there an issue? Is there a problem as to why your hand's flailing around there? Uh, well, we have um, a, a thing we do when we get to the time limit for the podcast. No, that's what you do. You do it as well. No, I don't. You've never done it. Okay, maybe I've done it a few times, but yeah. that's because I was copying you. Right. And uh, I think it's a good thing. Like We show when we're at the time limit and when we should start wrapping up our points. Uh-huh. And I did that there and it seemed to annoy you for some reason. I've done it literally every podcast since we started. Uh-huh. Is there a reason why it bothered you Is today? Is there a reason why? Is there a reason why? Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, well, don't. Now, mm-hmm. we are getting sidelined, Mr. Hodgson. I'm not. Yes, you are. Now, getting back to point. Hey, how, uh-huh. how do you think this is all going to end? Because other countries are being pulled in. Many other countries in Eastern Europe are being quite affected. Man. Do you think this is going to become a regional crisis, as they say? It is, isn't it? I mean, but is it going to become increasingly global crisis so? at the moment? Well, also bringing in another point, 
Russia's because getting their ass handed to... to them. They might use nuclear weapons. I mean, oh, if they go nuclear, Putin's clearly lost it. Well, they need maybe. to deal with that. He cannot be put out to pasture if he goes nuclear. I don't really wouldn't. It would be before he goes nuclear. They need to deal with it. Shall we say? Who's they? Whoever chooses to. Right. So you're Either his own with, people yeah. or other people, the Americans, the Europeans, I don't know, the Polish, they just need to deal with that. He cannot go nuclear. That would be the end of the rest of us. That is not on. Just that would be the end is, of his own people. It's really shitty to think this way, but Putin's actually kind of moderate compared to some of the people that are waiting in the wings. There's some real doves there, but most of them are far more aggressive and far, far more anti-West, like... Uh, you know, it's better the devil you know kind of thing. But, um, yeah, there's no, uh, you know, you don't necessarily just want to let the next guy in without knowing who could be taken over. Well, I suppose that's true. Um... But I don't know. I, was gonna, I genuinely have no idea how it's going to end. Um, I wasn't even convinced they were going to invade, you know, at the start of this year. Um who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be World War Three. Maybe it'll just be a big nothing. Maybe well, a peace agreement will be served and Russia will go back and rethink their strategy. Um, maybe Putin will be, you know, cooed out. Uh, but like you said, if he's cooed out, then who will take his place? Maybe they'll make a deal to save face where it looks like both sides got a little something and we'll just rebuild Ukraine and eventually let them into NATO. Maybe Ukraine pushes into Russian territory and takes a bit as a buffer zone. Maybe the UN agrees with that. They probably won't because Russia's on the Security Council and has a veto. Who fucking knows? I genuinely have no idea what's going to happen, but um, genuinely have no idea. Very sad. Very sad. And every time I just read something horrible about the war or just read something horrible in general i just think about how where marshmallow egg people and marshmallow egg joy people. To people wow marshmallow egg people i haven't heard that in a while well you've heard it now okay bye from cat bye from alistair bye from alley cat at Bampot Productions Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Bampot Pod. Bampot Pod. Bampot Pod. Got you. Got you. And we'll be doing our pod tomorrow. Yeah? Yes. Oh, great. At the normal time of morning. Yes, of course. Cool. Okay. I'll catch you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>